Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 138 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. Fam, we love you. We're worship leaders, we're production leaders, and we got probs. And that's what we're here to talk about. There's these three E's that we always talk about. We want to uh, we want to entertain you, we want to encourage you, and we want to help equip you. And um, that's that's why we're here. That's why we're doing all this. That's why the whole deal exists. And I have with me, last week I told you she puts the E in she. <laughs> and I loved it. We we have Big Yonsei back this week. <laughs> I'm back. I, Jennifer Smale. I, I haven't updated my uh, my Instagram bio yet. You just reminded me that one's going she on my resume. E and you know those like little known facts about you. That's that's <laughs> that's where I should drop all of that. Lover of Christ, podcaster, putting the e in cheese. It'd be so good. <laughs> Brian, it's always a delight. It's the highlight of my week when we get to chat. We were just laughing Absolutely. because we've been chatting for. Two hours. Two hours, yeah. We just now hit record. Uh, again, I said it before. I'm like, one of these days we got to like actually record the front and the back end and just 100%. give people a window into the actual insanity that is Absolutely. worship leader props. But anyway, hey, this is what we're going to be doing today. We're going to share some resources um, with you guys because we always want to help equip you, like Brian said. Uh, we're going to share prayer concerns. That is a fan favorite. We are going to entertain and laugh together. Um, and then we are going to be sliding into some DMs. Brian and I are going to talk about a few questions that have come through the DMs lately. But before we get to all of that, Brian, will you take just a few moments? and tell our listeners about our sponsor, Planning Center. Absolutely. We love Planning Center. They have made my life so much easier and the lives of countless other uh, worship and production leaders, ministry leaders all across the uh, the world. Uh, so Planning Center, uh, they have launched this app called Church Center. It is a free app for your congregation. If you use Planning Center applications, you can give people in your church access to an app uh, where they can connect to the life of your church by checking in their families, giving, uh, joining groups, managing their personal profile information, registering for events. I mean, it doesn't take long to start to see the unbelievable potential uh, of giving your uh, congregation access to the Church Center app. So I hope you'll check it out. You can learn more at planningcenter.com slash church dash center. Man, go check it out. They're go the check best. Out. They let you try anything free for 30 days. I mean, so right? there's no risk there. There's no, there's no, yeah, exactly. There's no reason not to try it. No reason. No reason. It's too good not to try. Oh, good one. Good one. <laughs> I noticed we said, the, we said the name of the song wrong. Did you notice that last week? Did we really? Yeah. The he first, the first time though, he didn't bless him. He was so gracious. He didn't. Brandon Lake. What a guy. <laughs> I know. Man. What a guy. So good. The hair, like he's just got it all. It's I like, know. pick a lane, buddy. Like you're so cool. Yeah. No, he Maybe was a we great, can clip was a great his hair interview. when we're at experience. Just sneak up on it. <laughs> Just get it locked. Just... <laughs> Hopefully so it's not like a Samson situation <laughs> where he loses his power. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. You know, Jen and I like to talk about food. Yep. So I had an idea. Let's talk about what's your favorite dessert. 
it's hard to pick one. I feel like you gotta like we need it's like the varieties. So it's like mm. uh if if you like cookies, what's your favorite cookie? Pies, cakes. Okay. You know, we've Let's got it, we've that. got it. Okay, cookie. But that's what's your favorite cookie? My favorite cookie is probably just chocolate chip. Oof, just yeah, a good absolutely. chocolate chip cookie, you know. Yeah, my favorite all time dessert, I'm like if I'm gonna pick a dessert where you know you've got all these options, you got the cake out, you've got cookies, I'm an ice cream person. I'm gonna oh, go I love ice cream. Yeah, I'm gonna go for ice cream every time over cookies and cakes and anything else. And I Are like, you like any kind of ice cream or do you have a specific I um I'm pretty open to most kinds. What I don't tend to like is like however you say, it, is it sherbet? Sher sher <laughs> that's not ice cream, you guys. Stop pushing that on that's us. Ice. I like that's, it. I like it, ice. but don't call it ice cream. That's like fruity, yeah. you know. You know. Fruity ice. Yeah. So I'm not so much into the 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 fruity stuff. I you know I like yeah. chocolates and I love ice cream that has like chocolate covered peanuts in it. Come on. Or like swirls yeah. of peanut butter or swirls yes. of fudge. All of that. That's that's yes. really really good stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so okay, there's a place near us here. They have a flavor called Spouse Like a House. Okay. And it's, okay, I memorized it. It's going to sound oddly specific, but I memorized the ingredient. Okay, so it is vanilla malt ice cream. Oh, man. With a ribbon of peanut butter and mini chocolate-covered pretzels stuffed oh with peanut gosh. butter. Yes, Jesus. Come yes. Lord Jesus. That's, yes. that's anointed. Revival right will come. That's, that's Gyra. Okay. Have you, okay. Do you have custard places? So we've got yes. this custard place. I think Andy's is across the country. Do you have Andy's? Oh, I've been to Andy's. Okay. Yeah. Andy's is amazing. So they've got those concretes. My favorite is this um, James, what is it called? James Brownie or James Funky Jackhammer Brownie <laughs> thing. I don't even know the name of it. All I know is there is like hot fudge down the center. And then there's oh like, it's word. like vanilla ice cream and there's chunks of something else in there, peanut butter oh, or something. God. It's insane. Mm. But I will say I feel sick after I eat it. So yeah. I don't do Sounds it very amazing. often. Custard is like so rich and it kind of burns your throat after you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just we, we have gone to guest lead at a church in Jonesboro, Arkansas, a couple of times with, with our friend, Aaron Baker. And uh, there's an, that was the first place we had Andy's. And man... That is Just, good stuff. Yeah, it's I'm a good, fan. It's good stuff. Yeah. So ice cream. That's going to be the. Okay. What about you? Mm. What's your What's your first go to? I have a really hard time picking. You well, know, yeah, you're a foodie. One, all of right? it. Right. I'm a foodie. I would have. I probably would make a tie between Trace Leche's cake mm. and banana cream pie. That's right. You and the banana cream pie. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I love banana cream pie. Do you like I, coconut I, cream pie? Uh, yes. I, here's my, I'm not a, a meringue guy and okay. most people put meringue on coconut cream pie. Mm. I like coconut cream pie if it has like homemade whipped cream on it. Okay. That's my preference. Okay. A little picky. This, this question probably easier to just say, what don't you like, Brian? Because you're a foodie. Yeah. I mean, desserts, uh, you know, this doesn't just happen, <laughs> you know, that my temple, my temple is a mega church. It doesn't just happen. Oh my God. Um, and so, uh, yeah, dessert, you know, desserts. A mega are... church. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good. I, I'm going to use that. Oh man. Brian, that's one of the best things I've ever heard come out of your mouth. Oh, well, you know, I'm here to be my a blessing. I'm just here to be a blessing. Um, oh God. You know what else was a blessing? What? Free Church AV. Yes, it was. 
in Hawaii. Um, and here's the deal. You can find all about it, all about it by going to the five words media, Facebook They're they're, they're doing a great job of telling you all about it. And season three, will will launch at experience conference yep. uh, and experience conference it just happens september 7th through the 10th it's coming yep like a freight train you guys and so you know brandon lake who was on last week is going to be there all kinds of amazing artists speakers mm-hmm. workshops it's at walt disney world and jen and i are going to be there yeah. uh brother long is going to join us we're going to re- record it <laughs> Right, we're going to record an episode of the podcast with a live audience. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, so go to experienceconference.com while you're while you're surfing the interwebs. Mm-hmm. You need to head over to worshipleaderprobs.com. Get you some merch, which a lot of you have been doing. So yeah. thank you uh, for your orders and uh, buy some merch. Bring it to the conference. That's how we'll identify. We, we should have we like know. a secret, like a secret handshake like a or secret like a secret wink or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Or again, I've brought it up many times. If I could get the t-shirt cannon or some so sort much. of Just merchandise cannon and shoot it at people. When I see our people, you represent <laughs> worship leader probs. I'm going to shoot you with something. I'm probably just going to bring a Nerf gun and then I'm going to get kicked hey. out of the hotel. <laughs> so we, we have been occasionally sharing uh, like podcast reviews on here. Yeah. And our goal has been, uh, you know, for the people who are writing the reviews, you know, reach out to us, mm-hmm. reach out to us. We'd love to send you something just as a way of, you know, saying thank you. Thanks for leaving a review. And uh, so last week uh, we shared uh, this review from Bailey Crawford. Mm-hmm. She reached out to us, sent us her mailing address. So we're yep. going to send her some, some WLP love. I'm going to, so we got another five-star review Um uh, from Bubby Z <laughs> this week. And the review just says, your mom. Oh. Which was the on, prayer concern <laughs> from the, the live stream. Is that all it takes? Comment. <laughs> is that all right. it takes? Yeah. Oh your mom. God. Okay. So Bubby Z, if you're out there, thanks for the five stars. Thanks. Reach out to us. We'll send you Thanks some for the creativity. <laughs> exactly. Like a cross promotion, you know. I'm wow. 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 Okay. Bubby Z, you're making us all laugh. <laughs> Brian, why don't you take this laughs a step further? <laughs> Let's just go ahead and head right on into a little segment we like to call prayer concerns. You guys, um, you know, this is our favorite segment too. So here's the deal. You know, people in your church, they probably lots of them are really, really kind. D- deep down, they're just kind, good old people who love in Jesus, you know, um, loving, loving people. Uh, occasionally, you know, they might get a little sideways with something you do. They might like to tell you what they think about it. And that's what we do during prayer concerns, people from all over the world write in and they, they share these with us anonymously. Uh, you can share yours uh, on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com. But you know, every church has a connection card or some kind of response device that'll say, how can we pray for you? Sometimes they use it for prayer requests. Sometimes they use it to tell you that, you know, they're out of toilet paper in the bathroom 
or, Hey, are you in charge of lighting? Yes, ma'am. Uh, the lights in the restroom are out, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really work like that. You and I know that, but that's, that's how, that's what they're doing. So, uh, we like to share these anonymously on the podcast. So please send yours in again on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com. Let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. I had an older gentleman tell me a few weeks ago, you need to play more upbeat songs. We're not at a funeral. <laughs> okay. Kind of refer- like okay. young and free, engaged. Oh my gosh. Right? That's what they should do is just <laughs> pull in This Is Living with have someone rap Lecrae's part. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. You asked for it, fam. Come on, man. Um, okay. Number two, prayer concern number two. As we came out of the back room from praying, we're walking up to the platform. A lady motions for me to come over to where she is sitting, and she asks me, do you even own a pair of khaki pants? (laughs) Why are people always so obsessed with the pants? I don't know. We've got to talk. We have to talk about this. This is... Why khaki? This This is the biggest issue facing us right now. The khaki pants with khaki. the pleats, maybe nice. <laughs> oh cuff. my gosh! Yeah, what? Why? Why are we all so obsessed with the pants, you guys? I don't know. I don't know. Our savior on, was fam. pantsless. I feel like I have to keep reminding people of this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. oh my gosh! Okay, number three. Prayer concern number three. I welcomed someone I saw at our church for the second Sunday uh, in a row. He said he really liked the music. And then he said, yeah, I was thinking, I bet I would sound really good with these guys backing me up. <laughs> Hashtag humble brag. That's, <laughs> oh, I wow. would sound wow. like really good, you guys. Oh, to have that confidence. Just <laughs> exactly, right? I would. I need some confidence like that, man. Wow, guy. Okay. <laughs> His self-awareness meter exactly. is at zero. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Number four, prayer concern. Number four, had an elderly man approach me after an acoustic worship set with no tracks. He said this, I loved worship tonight. It was real worship. You didn't have all those unnecessary sounds and instruments. It triggers my road rage because it reminds me when I'm driving and there's traffic and I have the radio on with music playing and it just reminds me of how much road rage I have. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, that <laughs> that really that went somewhere I wasn't expecting. Seems to me like a matter of focus. It seems like little... my my dude needs to listen to like a, a, a drone while he's driving, a pad, right. like a pad Absolutely. loop in G or there something. You go. Maybe just... some chant. <laughs> Gregorian chant. <laughs> <laughs> needs to ease off what he's listening to. Holy moly. Holy moly. Good night. Come on, fam. All right. Number five. This is the last one. Bottom of the pudding cup. Prayer concern number five. And it says, I would give a little extra this week if you let Amber sing a solo. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, that's not how this works, people. That's Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So those are prayer concerns. Uh, send yours in. We'll never share your name or your church's name. They're always anonymous. Uh, you can DM those to us on Instagram or send us uh, a note through the website on the prayer concerns tab at worshipleaderprobs.com. 
Well, our DMs are always open, as you guys know. And so uh, we like to take some time to answer questions that we get from you, the listeners. So uh, we do that in a segment that we call sliding into the DMs. So you guys have been busy sending in DM questions. So thank you. Uh, You know, if we don't get to yours right away, don't worry. Keep sending them in. And hopefully we'll uh, we'll either address it like in meme form or on the (laughs) podcast in some ways. So let's talk uh, a little bit. Uh, We got two today. The first one. How do you lead team members who don't come prepared? Oh, that's a doozy. That's a doozy. How do you lead team members who don't come prepared? I'm like, is this a is is this a repeat offense? This is something someone is mm. regularly doing. Uh, yeah, because then then to me, I go, okay. I think okay. I'm gonna go on a follow me here for just a minute. I'm gonna take yeah. a side tangent here. I was, <laughs> I, was, I was I was thinking, you know, as leaders, we have real frustrations. Like, let's mm. just let's just call it what it is. That is extremely frustrating when people show up and they're yes, unprepared. It is. it is frustrating. It feels like they're wasting everyone's time. It feels like they aren't taking this seriously. It is frustrating. Let's own that. But I think that sometimes as leaders. Um, our first go-to is to think about the volunteer and kind of get irritated with our volunteers and, you know, they're just not taking the time, they're this and that. I think that if we see something that's a pattern in one of our volunteers or it's a pattern in our team, we actually have to do some self-reflection. And that's a tough mm. pill to swallow. Yes, um, but if we can get in the habit of doing that as leaders going, okay, I see something in my team I don't like, I need to first turn a mirror to myself and go, is there something I'm doing in my leadership Am I not upholding the culture myself? Am I not clearly um, stating what the vision in the culture is? Am I sending confusing messages? Um, am I am I living in a way that's like, hey, I want them there on time, but I'm never showing up on time myself? You know, it, that's hard to do. But if we as leaders can have the humility to just turn that mirror on ourselves and go, okay, let me first check myself um, before yep. I go looking at the rest of the team and go, is there something first that I'm not doing as a leader um, that is contributing to us? I think that that's an important first step. Let's not take ourselves too seriously or consider ourselves failure if we are dropping the ball. I've had to turn the mirror on myself and go, oh man, I'm dropping the ball in this area. I need to pick this up, model it first with myself. I need to bring clarity. I need to get us moving back in the same direction. And then I can look to addressing whatever is happening in the team. That's just my little side tangent before we, before we go talking now. About I the volunteers. Even say that's a, I don't think that's a tangent. I okay. think that is that is a huge piece of the of the answer. I was even yeah. thinking the same thing in my notes was like, okay, okay, how 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 are you modeling it? Right. You know, how are you, how are, or how what does your preparation look like? Does yeah. your if your team is after a couple of years, your team's gonna take on your personality, right. a lot of your traits. Like right. so Okay, are you are you communicating it? Are you modeling it? Are you mm-hmm. communicating it? Yep. Are you showing them and telling them this is what a win looks like? Like define the bullseye. Yeah. Define the win. Um, you know, at this my team teases me all the time when they, when I got to my church, this was almost 13 years ago, they didn't have planning center, they weren't they had no midweek rehearsal, the the singers just 
came in and harmonized. Yeah. And uh, so when I got there, I was like, okay, guys, the kind of the Wild West season of our ministry, we're going to celebrate the completion of that. <laughs> and then we're going to, we're going to introduce a new season, yeah. um, which is going to be probably a lot more structured than, mm-hmm. than what you're used to. And so, um, you know, we, I had to, I had to give them, you know, the, all the instructions on how to use planning center. This is what it can do for us. This is how you use it, blah, blah, blah. And then there are these audio files on the, on the, on the website that, you know, I I need you to listen to, and Mm -hmm. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure it's in the right key. I'm going to make sure that it's edited. So if we're not, if we're not doing the nine minute instrumental break in the middle, (laughs) the the file will be edited just like we're going to do it, you know, and so I'm going to meet you there, but I need you to listen. And so, you know, as I, as we got into it, I, I discovered, you know, they were not, as the leader, you will have listened and experienced your worship set. You know, mm-hmm. gosh, Jen, how many times yeah. by the time you get to rehearsal, you've lived it and right. experienced it and yep. planned it and prayed it through and worshiped to it yourself. I hope all of you are doing that. And so you will have listened to it a bunch of times by the time you get to rehearsal. So my team asked me, what, okay, what does that mean? How many times? So I was like, okay, if you need a number, here's a number. I want you to listen to this 15 times before you come to rehearsal. I want you to listen to it purely just listening a few times. Then I want you to get your instrument out and kind of play along with it. I want you to, if you're a vocalist and you have the ability uh, to sit at a keyboard and kind of pluck your part along with it, I want you to do that. If not, another step that we take is we provide those pi- those files you know yeah. we have a keyboard playing the alto part you know all the way through the song whatever um yeah i think i think you have to what you said was so you had to model it mm-hmm. and you have to also communicate it yeah. and you know, you know the, we we are under the uh misunderstanding often at least i am that just because i say it once mm-hmm. my team is never going to forget it right Fam, here is a wake up call. That is not true. No, no. <laughs> you have. They are. Li- it's they're living people. They got their own lives and families and jobs and yep. all kinds of stuff. You've got to continually remind them. Hey, remember, one of our values is coming prepared, and this mm-hmm. is what that looks right. like. Right, and your values are part of your vision, and so you have to mm-hmm. remember that. You know, Proverbs talks about people perishing for lack of vision, and it's our job as leaders to constantly keep vision in front of people, and so we know it. Because again, we're the leader, but we have to find ways to always be pointing our team at the vision. You know, we're reminding them, we're reminding them in different ways. I think another good thing too is to make it a we. I love we statements. So I I don't like you. You need to do this. You need to do that. That drives me. You. You. I... (laughs) I can't stand that. I can't stand that. I like we statements. Hey, yeah. we yeah. we need to do this. Also, it helps people not feel singled out because you're going to have the people in there that know they're the ones dropping the ball. Um, something I did recently with my team is I tried to just give them a few target points on um, some of our culture, what we're going to be. So instead of saying, <clears throat> you guys need to not gossip, I said, we are a team who speaks life. And so that way, it's a way to kind of go, you know, if we're kind of getting negative or whatever, it's a way we can remind each other, we can confront each other without it seeming like, hey, shame on you and point the finger Mm -hmm. in your face. No, no, no. It calls people to a different place. You know, Mm -hmm. we are a team who honors. We are a team who serves. It helps keep people moving um, in a direction. It helps remind people of the vision. It helps everyone realize, hey, we're all in this together. We're not singling you out. Um, I think that those are some of the first steps. Now, obviously, Mm -hmm. if... The flip side of that is, is if you have one team member who is 
consistently showing up unprepared, everybody on the team knows who that person is. Mm -hmm. They all do. And if you only do the we, <laughs> the we approach, that can also, though, cause some damage because then people get frustrated because they're like, hey, I'm showing right. up. Hey, and I'm prepared. Uh, yeah, like, right? I, you know, you know how it feels when you're in a group setting and you all get chastised for doing something that you know only one person in that room is doing. It does. Mm -hmm. It makes you go, well, I'm not doing that. Um, so I do think that there is a time where you kind of pull a team member aside, um, always with grace and always with love. And first, mm -hmm. I think it's good to ask them instead of going, I noticed you're showing up unprepared. I think it's better to kind of go, hey, just want to see how things are going, what's going on in your life, how are you feeling, how are you feeling about worship and the team. And you might discover that there's something insane going on in their life where they just don't have time. That at yeah, least puts you're you not aware of it. Right. Yep. It puts you at least in a conversation, conversational vein where then you can kind of really figure out. And they might just be like, oh no, I spend 10 hours a day on Xbox and this and that. Then <laughs> <laughs> you know, then it starts to give you the opening to kind of go, okay, well, this is what I'm noticing. You know, and again, I think it's I think that we have to remember, I think Christians sometimes can be really quick to light a match and burn bridges with people. Mm. You know, people leave our church and it's like light, drop that match and we just burn stuff. Yeah. And I really think that the kingdom of God requires us to build more bridges than we burn, to keep yeah. more bridges intact, you know? And so just kind of always having that in front of your, at the forefront of your mind as you deal with people who are disappointing you, who are frustrating you. Um, even people who discourage you, that kind of a thing, right, to kind of right. have that at the forefront of your mind going, okay, so when I need to confront this person, like, hey, this is what I'm noticing. Again, choosing your language carefully. Choose your language very, very carefully because volunteers are doing this on top of their life. Of life, yeah. On top of life. And I'm always very, very aware of that. Like, man, they have a job, they have a family, and they're coming here in what is supposed to be their free time. They mm -hmm. aren't paid to do this. This is mm -hmm. not their career. This is not their livelihood, they are going above and beyond. And so just kind of remind yourself of some of those things before you head into a conversation, but then don't be afraid to have difficult conversations. I love that, Jen. And I love that it focuses on the person and not the problem. Yep. Um, because we've, we say it all the time on here, we're in the people business yeah. uh, and that has to come through and everything. And so like, if you've, if you're, if you've communicated it and you're mm -hmm. modeling it, right. That gives you a, like a place after you've, of course, focused on the person, you find out how they're doing, what's going on in their lives. It, it kind of gives you a place to, a, a good, healthy place to have the conversation from, yeah. you know, a, per, a good perspective, like, you know, hey, this is what we're trying to accomplish. Yep. This is why we're trying to accomplish that. Um, how, you know, how do you feel that's going? How do you feel uh, like you're, are you able to, to prepare with everything that's going on in your life. What mm -hmm. can I do to help you yeah. as a leader? What can I do to, uh, to provide the resources or maybe it's some kind of a, maybe they, maybe they would say, well, you know, you're not putting the, the set on planning center until Monday yeah. and we have rehearsal on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, that just doesn't give me enough time with everything that's going on in my life. Maybe it's something as simple as you, you change, you know, tweaking the system that you're used to working in. You get it up there a week early, week yeah. and a half early, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's going to enable your team to have so many more opportunities to, yeah. to prepare. Yep. And sometimes people just don't have good practice habits. Sometimes the methods that they're using to prepare aren't good ones and they just don't know what else to do. And so yep. Yep. I've run into that too, where it's like, well, tell me, what does your rehearsal time look like or your, your practice time at home? Because we have in our team, we've talked about this. I know you have a handbook 
we have a handbook in our team and we kind of line out these are the expectations you you listen at home you practice at home you pray and Amen. then it's very clear that when we come into rehearsal this isn't where we're learning what we're playing we're this is where we're putting all of the pieces of the puzzle together um but sometimes people just don't they'll they'll kind of go oh, this is how I'm practicing at home and it's like oh that's not really the most effective way or, you, you know, just maybe even trying to come up with ideas. Have you tried this? Have you tried that? This might help you learn better. A lot of times people just, um, they kind of get stuck in a rut and they aren't sure what else to do. Um, again, a way that vision helps too is kind of going, so what kind of a player do you want to be a year from now? Because mm -hmm. most mm -hmm. people want to grow. I haven't run into too many people in my time that are like, nope, I'm fine the way I am. And when you run into those people, it's, you know, it's kind of rough. But at the same time, most people want to grow. And so, yeah. again, even the coming in unprepared conversation helps even going, helping them to have vision for their, their own life and their own craft. What, what do you want your playing to look like a year from now? Absolutely. What, what kind of opportunities do you want to have? And even that can help to spark some vision, some personal vision for them. Um, I, think, I think what you said, though, is like really, really good partnership helping them to know that you're on their side, helping them to know that you want the best for them, you want the best for our team, that we're passionate about our team all together, um, <clears throat> being strong as a unit, you know, reminding them of some of those things, those are just really, really crucial to, to dealing with unprepared team members. And, you know, if it gets to the place where it's chronic, I think you have to be prepared to have a, a really you know, tough a different conversation. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. hey, you know, yeah. we've, we've talked about this a couple of times. Yep. Um, I, I notice I, it doesn't seem like you're finding the time, yep. you know, no matter what other systems we put in place. Yeah. Um, and so then I think you have to have another time, you know, is yeah. this the, is this the right place for you to serve? Is this, um, and if, again, if it's, if we, if we discover that it's not together, I'll, I'll walk with you. I'm not just yep. going to, you know, push you out the door and forget about you. I'm your, I, I care about you. I'm going to help you find, and then maybe it's just, uh, you know, you got a sick mom, you got to mm -hmm. take care of or whatever. I, maybe we need to just hit the pause button for a couple of months and let you focus on right. the people in your life. And then let's, we'll reload this later. Yeah. You know? I think as we encounter these kind of situations, we're learning as leaders. So you learn and you grow from it so that you can clarify ex even more expectations up front. So now what I've been doing with, um, when people are interested in joining our team, I actually spell out, this is what the time commitment looks like. Mm -hmm. Just so they know, because sometimes you see only, let's say they're only coming to one service on a Sunday. Okay, there's two other services that happen. So that's what the weekend commitment looks like. And then, you know, you've got to spend some time doing this. We spell out the commitment for them so they, they know what they're getting into before they get into it. But in other situations, you know, maybe you have a team that you inherited. Maybe everybody has been on your team for 10 years. Or you've just stepped into a new church and you're noticing that the team comes in unprepared. Those are situations where it's kind of like turning the Titanic. You have to have grace and the patience yep, absolutely. to do it the right way. You could come in there guns ablazing and just tick everybody off and you're going to end up with probably no team. No team, exactly. <laughs> you know, but you have to have um, the patience to kind of slowly steer the, sh slowly steer the ship, start painting vision, um, start giving people the why. Start Absolutely. giving people the why. This is why we want to do this and motivate them. Again, people respond so much better to, uh, to motivation and to encouragement and to we statements than they do to you and correction and whatnot. People res respond just so much better if we can kind of help to motivate. Um, 
And so do that. Do that. If, if your only mode with your team is correction, if the only time your team hears from you is when they've done something wrong, that's not good. That's not good. So my friend Luke, we talked about, we've talked about Luke from, from Canada on here a couple yeah. of times. Luke posted a quote this week and he said, if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, mm. everything looks like a nail. Wow. That's, That's pretty so good. good. That is so good. Yeah. If the only tool you have in your leadership toolbox is a hammer, wow. everything looks like a nail. Yep. Yep. That's good. So good. That's good. So good. Well, that's a great discussion on how to lead team members who don't come prepared. So we have another DM uh, and we're going to set this one up just a little bit. So, um, you know, Worship Leader Probs has been around for about five years and, you know, we're 3,400 posts or something like that. And it's a lot. Yeah. Managing all this is a lot. And so this is not, we've been very blessed. We, we also, uh, so you know, I make content, Jen makes content, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we have some other folks who help uh, contribute to that as well. And, um, you know, we, our, our goal is never just to make fun of people, right? We make fun of ourselves Mm -hmm. first and foremost, you know, you see me memeing myself or things that happen on my team all the time. Uh, but the, and the goal is never just to rag on people ever, ever, ever. That is not even in our, our mind. Uh, what our goal is to say, okay, this happened. Mm -hmm. What deeper conversation can this lead us to? You know, and a couple of times, honestly, I'm going to probably say less than five times over the course of our, uh, our memeing, we've posted something that somebody got a little crossways with. Right. And that happened this week. Um, uh, and so it led us to some, we pulled the post. Yeah. Uh, the person was really, really unhappy mm-hmm. uh, with us. And so we pulled it, we deleted it and uh, off of all of our, our platforms. And so it led us to some deeper conversations. Like for those of us who use uh, Ableton mm-hmm. or Multitracks or whatever system you use in your church, how much is too much? Yeah. Got to have that conversation. So yeah. I'm, I would, here's what I would say. If you're, if you are using Ableton or looking at using, uh, at introducing Ableton into your, uh, into your team, uh, your services, I would say every church probably has to make this decision on their own. Yeah. You know, you have to philosophically, where are you standing? Uh, I've, we've talked about it on here before. These are my two cents. I think it can be an excellent training tool. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, for like Jen is in this boat, I'm in this boat. You have services that are, that happen over multiple days. We are human beings and we can get tired, Mm -hmm. um, by that last third or fourth service of the weekend. Um, there are times where you're leaning into those those reminders on the tracks, maybe a yep. little more than you are uh, in the first service out of the weekend. We're right. just human beings. Yep. And that, so I think you have to, you have to decide. I think they can be great uh, tools uh, to help your team grow and develop. I think it can be, um, I find them to be very, very helpful, yeah. but I think, uh, I think every church has to make the decision for themselves yeah. as to how much, how much are you going to lo- use them? How how little are you going to right, use them? Right. Like what's, what's right for your house? 
Because yep, yeah, every church, every single church is different. I think the thing is that sometimes what we have to be careful of is you said use the word tools. Tracks should be tools, but I think that if we aren't careful, they become crutches. Mm. And again, I said earlier, we have to be able to do some self-reflection as leaders. And this particular situation, um, I think what's more important than our talent, what our teams need to see more than our talent is they need to see our authenticity. Mm. And they need to see a leader who has the humility to say, you know what, I'm not good enough at this yet. So I'm going to lean on to this tool until I can get better at it rather than putting forth an image that is not authentic. Um, because again, our people are watching. People all over the place are watching. Um, and if we become more concerned with image, um, we're, we're heading in a direction that's just not great. You know, there's been times where we've, you know, I've been called on last minute, I've had to sub in and play, or I've had an insane week and, and, I'm, and I'm sitting down to play keys and I just could not lock in a lead line. And I've said, hey, lead the, leave that in the track, but I've acknowledged kind of like the, yeah, I didn't learn that or whatever, or I've played along. Um, but if, if we're kind of putting on this front, like, hey, I have it all together, look at me, I'm totally doing this, and it's really just the tracks running, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that because I feel like it's it's just it's not genuine, it's inauthentic, and again, I feel like what matters more than our talent, what matters more than our image, is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is just something that we have to remember while we're using tools like Ableton and whatnot. We've got to really, really check check ourselves. You know, um, I've had weekends. I know you've had weekends like this where I've had an acoustic guitar in the tracks and I didn't have a player. Eh. You know, I'm like, let that, let that play because I need that sound in this track. I need the fullness of it and just kind of own, Hey, there it is. Uh, I didn't pick up a guitar. I didn't try to whatever. We just kind of owned, this is what it is. We don't have an acoustic this weekend, but we needed the acoustic. So it's in there. People will hear it. And you know, if they hear it, yeah, (laughs) it's the backing track to help us in that moment. The same can be said for lighting or you know, uh, so many of the tools that we have at our disposal today, you know, like when Jen, when I started in ministry, we didn't have any of these tools uh, to be, yeah, to, to be, <laughs> shut it, shut it. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, to, 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 you know, lead authentically, yep. um, is, is really what we're about. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, each house has to make that decision right. for themselves. I'm going to go on another side road. Do it. <laughs> Sidecar. Leaders. I, f- I feel like I have a lot to say to leaders today. Um, I think that we can't take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. You guys, the opportunity to get offended is always, get, we're always going to get the opportunity, but we don't have to take the opportunity every time it comes. We actually have the power to go, you know what? Yeah, that happened. I'm not going to let that bother me. I don't have to get worked up about that. In fact, I feel like we are going to be a lot more joyful if we can stop ourselves from going to that negative place a lot more and just kind of go, okay, you know what? I'm going to laugh. I've had some epic fails on the platform and I just laugh them off because what's the alternative? I'm going to get all upset. I'm going to get worked up and I'm going to get depressed. And then I'm going to, you know, or somebody says something, you know, okay. If we can all just learn to stop taking ourselves so seriously and just laugh and brush it off, let it roll right off, I think that we're going to be a lot happier in ministry, a lot happier in life. We have the power to choose. 
I'm going to get offended or I'm not going to get offended. We have the power to choose. I'm going to let that bother me. I'm going to not let that bother me. You know, it's kind of like, I mean, we've all heard stories about kids that get picked on in school. I know with my kids, when someone has been, you know, you're always going to encounter someone who's maybe not the nicest. And I always tell them, I'm like, you you get to choose kind of like how much power you give that thing. And mm-hmm. if you actually mm-hmm. act like it doesn't bug you and let it roll off, maybe even laugh with everybody else, it's not going to have that damaging power um, that you're giving it. We, we kind of hold that in our hands. So leaders, let's not take ourselves so seriously. Let's just you not. know One of the best examples I've ever seen of this, we posted a meme um, middle of June. It was uh, a young worship leader named uh, Kirsten. Yeah. Singing, what a beautiful name. Yes. She got one light in and the stool collapsed and she She just laughs. She laughed. (laughs) And, you know, guys, this, this is one, this is one of the posts that's been uh, interacted with more than anything we've ever posted. Yeah. Uh, 3.1 million views on, on TikTok even. And, and this, this is a person who's just like holding on to it loosely. Hey, this happened. Uh, this happened. Right. It was hilarious. It was kind of scared me in the moment, but it was really right. hilarious. I laughed it off. It uh, disarms the communi- the the congregation as well. Yeah, it keeps everybody at ease. So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's a great, that's a great word. So, uh, you guys, we're so grateful for you all. We love you. We're so grateful for you, uh, following and listening. And, uh, thanks for listening today to, uh, to episode 138. Yeah. Hey, make sure you go and hit subscribe on whatever glorious platform you are listening to this podcast on hit subscribe so that the podcast shows up bright and early for you on Tuesday morning. And do us a favor. If you'd head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a nice review, that just helps us to get the message of this podcast out in front of more people. You've heard lately we've been featuring and reading um, some of the reviews that you guys have been writing. One, it really encourages us. It really does. But the, mm-hmm. the more important factor is that it helps to get the podcast in front of more people. We think this adds value to people's lives. Um, so thank you for helping us do that. And thank you for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, on TikTok, and Facebook. You can even find us over on Twitter searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Uh, and follow it. We love that. We love engaging with yes, you on do. all of those platforms. And so we have these friends, Maven Media Productions. They've taken over the, the production of our podcast and all the images and videos uh, that you see. And, you know, here's the great thing. They're amazing people. When, and exactly what they're doing for us, they can do for you as well. If your church or your ministry or your business, your company, you're looking for some help with branding or developing a social media plan, uh, developing a website, whatever it is. Uh, the Maven Media folks can help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, check them out at mavenmediaproductions.com. They're amazing people and would love to help you. And thanks to my uh, my friend Scott Hoke for our voice over intro. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>